Alana here. I hope that it has been a good writing day and a good writing week for you so far and that you are staying healthy and warm and safe and cozy wherever you are and whoever you are with. I hope you are all doing really, really well. Today, I want to be chatting with you a little bit about some of my marketing predictions for 2021 and the things that I think that we can do to set ourselves up for some good success this coming year. Of course, I'm no sage and I do not have a crystal ball. So take all of this with a grain of salt. I'm not saying that this is exactly how it's going to be. These are just some of the things that I am expecting to see this coming year and getting my book sales ready for. So I think that 2021 is going to be a great year to have your books in multiple formats especially audiobook and print, and to have your books wide. I think that also having your books available in as many library platforms as you can is a great way to go. Simplest way to do that is just to draft to digital for audiobooks. And if you have, I'm sorry, draft to digital for eBooks. And if you have audiobooks that are not exclusive to ACX, having those up on Findaway. And that's gonna cover all of the major library platforms like Overdrive, and Libby, my library downloads really took off in 2020. I think a lot of people who are worried about the economy, trying to save some dollars, are still wanting to be entertained, right? And so they're using the library apps and things. More and more people who were in the habit of going to the library and checking out books, and maybe the libraries are closed for lockdown reasons or whatever, they can still use some of the apps. So if your books are wide and if your audiobooks are wide, I highly recommend that you make sure that your content is available to libraries. That's one huge thing that I think. Also, if 2021 follows the trends of 2020, I also expect to see an increase in print. So we know audiobook sales have been skyrocketing exponentially for the last couple years. Ebook sales have taken a small dip. And what some people think is, well, first of all, lots of people are going from ebook to audiobook, but also people are on their devices so much that many people are getting eye strain or just device strain and decide that even if they loved ebooks for a couple of years, they're going to go back to print. So if you have been exclusively ebook focused for the past couple of years, I think now would be a very, very good year to consider getting things ready in print, doing things like that, getting your books in print, getting them up on draft to digital. So you're not just on Amazon and things like that are great things to do. When you've got the energy to be productive, but you don't necessarily have the energy to write a first draft. So if life is stressful and things are going on in your life, in your family, or in the world that make it hard for you to do the intense creative work of writing, I would encourage you to look at some of these more admin kinds of tasks to focus on instead. In terms of genres, there are certain genres we've already seen doing really, really well that I think are going to keep on doing really well. If you do anything for kids, I think now is your time to shine. Kids, uh, any, any grades, any ages, from middle grade through high school to elementary age. If you have been dabbling, like I went years saying, well, maybe I will create some homeschool guides for homeschoolers because we've been homeschooling for what? 12 years? No, nine years, 10 years. We've been homeschooling a while. And I like writing. I like homeschooling. And so if you're in that camp and you're like, well, I could probably write some things for homeschoolers. Now would be a great time to do it. If you're not a homeschooler, totally fine. It's also a good time to do anything 
that parents can use as supplemental materials for homeschool or public school or school from home or whatever model they happen to be in at this exact minute. So if you write middle grade fiction, congratulations, you're set up really, really well. And maybe what you want to do is add a workbook or something that kids can go through. So this isn't going to apply to everybody, but definitely something to think about. If you are of the mind, I think that even if you don't specifically write for kids, maybe you write sci-fi and your books are still, you know, 16, age 16 plus appropriate. You could even consider organizing something with other similar writers. So here is the homeschool sci-fi bundle with discussion questions. And you could actually turn those books into like a high school lit class curriculum, right? We don't all need to jump on the homeschool bandwagon, but if you have any interest whatsoever, or you know that you've got a couple books that might lend themselves well to that I would say go for it and don't waste any time similarly people are really looking for things to inspire and keep them encouraged so nonfiction, self-help personal development anything that has like a journaling or a workbook component I think would be great the pandemic has stretched out long enough that I think you could go either way you could do something like 101 journal prompts to get you through lockdown or you could do something like you know, here's 10 journaling questions to change your life. You you can focus specifically on the pandemic because I don't think that's going away like tomorrow, but you also could choose to do something that's going to become more evergreen that people can use even after lockdown. In terms of just straight up fiction genres, I've actually heard that apocalyptic fiction is doing well right now. And I think I have a suspicion for why that is a theory. That is because some of the events in the last 10 to 11 months have felt like, okay, is this the end of the year? I was joking with my husband. Like, imagine if all the things that happened in 2020 actually happened in the year 2012 when people were worried about, like, the Mayan calendar, end of the year thing. I think there would have been even more panic. And I think the reason – so some people would be like, we're living through what feels apocalyptic. Why would we want to read apocalyptic fiction? But it's doing well. And I think a reason for that is because people want intensity – that's not real life. My husband and I watched a really good movie, uh, The Guardian. It's about Coast Guard rescue swimmers. It was really, really intense, but it had nothing to do with war or politics or pandemic. And I actually loved that. I loved having a gripping storyline that felt engaging and had an adrenaline rush and danger and suspense and all of all of those fun things, but didn't feel like part of what's going on today. Similarly, I think that things like, you know, thrillers, stuff like that, I think some people really are going to turn towards those. And then other people are going to turn towards the sweeter and cozier Romance is always going to do well. Cozy mysteries are doing great. So think about it this way. Some people are really going to want a, a, a break from all the stress and all the adrenaline and all of the kind of chaos. And some people are going to want adrenaline and chaos of a different flavor. Both of them are forms of kind of helping people escape and cope. And I feel like if you're worried, like, why would I want to write a book about someone going through a really heavy scenario? Like, I had a book that came out last April, so April of 2020, like a couple weeks after lockdown started, about a teen who was getting rescued from a trafficking situation. And I wrestled with this for a little bit. Why would I want to publish a book when people are already going through hard things? Why would they want to read about someone else going through something just horrific? And what I decided was that these stories of survival are actually really, really critical in giving us hope and inspiration. So 
I think whatever genre you write, I wouldn't worry about it. And I would keep doing that because we can see some people are going to turn toward the more fast-paced, scarier, more intense genres because life is fast-paced and scary and intense right now, but you can do it from a different perspective and realize that this is fiction. That's why like, I like superhero movies, but not war movies. I don't want my violence that I watch to be realistic. I want it to be escapism. And then similarly, some people are going to turn towards the calmer, sweeter genres. And that's so whatever you're writing, I think there's going to be a market for it. So that's good news for anybody writing novels. When we talk about marketing platforms and ad platforms, I suspect that we're going to see a couple disruptions with Facebook. We're hearing kind of inklings of this right now, and there's no reason to panic. And I'm going to tell you in a second why it's actually good news for authors, but there are certain data and privacy changes that Apple and other places are rolling out that Facebook ads experts and Facebook itself, they're, they're raising sirens saying this is going to be terrible for people who are trying to run Facebook ads. What I suspect is, yeah, we might see a couple disruptions every time Facebook changes their algorithm. We can see like there might be a week to a month where your ads are less effective than they used to be. It's not a reason to panic. And let me tell you why we as authors can handle this way better. A lot of people think about big old businesses. They are running like hundreds of thousands of dollars in Facebook ads campaigns. And these like, so these disruptions that are kind of small scale for us are of epic proportions to them. We are smaller and we can maneuver through the cracks. So what I suspect is that when these changes do roll out, the really big Facebook spenders are going to freak out and pull out all their Facebook ads money. And what that's going to do is allow us to get cheaper clicks. So I'm not saying the Facebook ads are going to run perfectly all year long, but if you do see like changes, you've got ads that have been working great or audiences that have been working great and all of a sudden they're just not, I would say lower your budgets, give it a couple weeks. And I bet when you start back up again, you'll actually see even more success because these changes Facebook is implementing, they're going to disrupt the really big corporations, which is going to give us more room to do our thing as indies. Again, great time to be indie because we can be quick. We can maneuver easily. We don't have all this like friction and like inertia holding us back. We can zip in and out. Um, for example, like our, our kids did a field trip where we did a wildlife tour through on a cruise ship and we've done it twice. And the first year it was this big old cruise ship and it was cool. But then the second time we did it, we were in a way smaller ship and we were able to like go into like little caverns and see puffins sitting on the wall and stuff. So think about you as this itty bitty indie publisher and indie marketer, and you can maneuver into these little itty bitty places where when you're like the big old advertising company and something big happens, you can't move out of the way, right? That's why the Titanic sank. They saw it coming, but they were too heavy to move and we're quick and lithe and we can move out of the way and we can make adjustments well. So don't forget about Facebook ads. Yeah, there might be some changes coming. In the end, I think we're going to be fine. And we might actually see some positive net gains for us as authors. I also think that it's a good time to consider things like audio-based ads and video-based ads. I've never heard of an author having success with like, you know, YouTube ads or things like that. But I know there are some people experimenting with Hulu video ads. I've heard every so often on podcasts, there are books that get advertising spots. And so I don't know exactly what 
is coming, but I would be keeping my ears open. And when I hear things, I'll for sure pass them on to you, but I would also encourage you to just think about it. Maybe, maybe you can find podcasters in your industry and pay for a a 30 second segment, or maybe we're going to find TikTok is the next big thing. I'm not sure yet, but I think that what we're used to, which are just the, here's my image and here's my text and that's my ad. And you click on it and you go to my book sales page. I think that we might start seeing authors exploring other things like audio ads or ads on more visual platforms like Hulu and things like that. And then lastly, this is really, really exciting. I think that the entertainment industry has already experienced a kind of significant disruption. We're seeing that with like Marvel delaying all of their big releases. We're seeing that with TV shows that kind of had to quit mid-season, you know, when lockdown started and maybe just now are getting started. We're especially seeing it with movie theaters not being open and some movies that were supposed to release on the big screen are going straight to streaming. It's not as fun for people who love going to the movies. It's definitely not good for, you know, the people in Hollywood who are expecting movie ticket sales, but I think it's actually amazing for us as authors and kind of entertainment creators and storytellers. I think that we're going to see more and more really high quality indie productions for both film, streaming, movies, all of this. Um, I, I would actually include things like kind of a radio drama, but more for a podcast audience. I think that the entertainment industry is going to be more all-encompassing and also more indie-friendly. So we used to have authors, movie makers, and TV shows, right? And I think we're going to see much more of a blend of all of those things. I think we're already seeing that. For example, I know there are certain shows, like when the Picard TV show came out, there was a comic book written for the prequel. There's more blending of formats, and what that means is that I think we are getting, as indie authors, I think we are getting set up to become part of the entertainment industry more than just the, like, book industry, and that is super exciting, especially as things become more indie. I think with all of the really big, like, you know, Hollywood, however many of them are left with all of the, like, conglomerations that are forming, they're going to keep on doing like big things, but the fact that they're not releasing direct theater, the fact that so many platforms are doing streaming, places like Netflix are looking for original content. I think what that does is it's going to create a need for storytellers in every single one of our genres. And so we can, first of all, be set up by writing really, really good books and being outstanding in our genre. We can be ready for, uh, you know, Get ready for that call when someone says, hey, I'm so-and-so looking for this film industry. Don't shell out money. If someone says, uh, you pay me $5,000 and I'm going to pitch your thing, don't do that. And don't sign anything without an agent or other legal representation like an entertainment attorney. But I do believe that there are going to be more and more indie novelists who are going to have books to film, books to TV, books to streaming, and who knows what else is coming next, right? Like all of these things are blending, like even uh, video games are becoming more cinematic, right? Like five years from now, I imagine that probably people are going to show up to a movie theater 
and somehow play an interactive video game with each other. So it's like a mix of a movie and a video game and the story behind it. And all of those things require storytellers like us. They require world builders like us. So I actually think that it's an amazing time to be a novelist and an indie novelist. And I think that great things are coming. And I hope that your year is off to a very inspired start. And we'll talk to you soon. You've been listening to the Successful Writer Podcast. If you want some help with your Amazon ads and don't know where to start, you can get the Amazon ads starter kit for free when you sign up at courses.alanaterry.com slash kit. This will give you everything you need to get your ads running in 30 minutes or less when you sign up for free at courses.alanaterry.com slash kit for your Amazon ads starter kits today.